Vanessa Martinez, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one episode at a time. And I'm here with my friend Jackie. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez. I'm the biggest Friends fan. Yep, she is. She's definitely the biggest Friends fan, aside from her sister. So we're on the 103rd episode, The One with the Yeti, which premiered on November 5th, 1998, with 25 million viewers. Jackie, tell us what happened. Yes, so the fate of Emily and Ross's marriage is decided after friends really tell them how they really feel about her. Monica and Rachel meet the Yeti in the basement. Baby is gifted a family heirloom that she surprisingly likes. <laughs> so that family heirloom, I really liked that storyline with Baby. Uh, um, it was funny. Because, yeah, it's something, you know, that she she really likes, but she, but she doesn't want to like because... It has to do with killing animals. It's a fur coat. It's a fur coat. I know. I've never, have you ever put on a fur coat or wore a fur coat? Not like a real one. Just yeah. a Same. faux, faux fur. Faux I fur, don't feel like they're like that much in style nowadays, huh? Maybe in the 90s they were. Like maybe it's like kind of a statement that it's like, I can afford a fur coat and this is real. Yeah, because. Know. Or is it a New York thing? Because we live in Southern California. It's not that hot here. I mean, it's not that cold here. I think it's a little bit of both because if it's a family heirloom, like I wouldn't send somebody just a random fake coat. Like that coat must have been money. Yeah. Cause I feel like it was, it was, you know, I imagine fur coats, like whenever like the flapper days, you know, it's like I got my fur coat on. It's like a statement that I'm rich, you know? Whereas nowadays the style has become casual. So I don't know, but it's never really that cold here. So I wouldn't want to own one either. But I do like that she, doesn't want to doesn't know what to do with it she's going to cremate it if she brings in the next dead person for free and then she's like and then she puts it on she's like okay I actually do like this <laughs> yeah, I thought that was you know Phoebe's being honest and yeah she liked it and she has every right yeah. to like it but I thought yeah. it was also funny when she gets the box she takes it into Central Perk and she pulls out a knife from her purse oh yeah <laughs> I know my husband was oh, like does she just carry a knife the purse yeah. everywhere she goes and I had yeah. to tell him like no her ba- her she like carries random things in her purse that's yeah thing about yeah, her <laughs> good. so I thought that was that was pretty funny um mm. let's go back to the opening scene a little scene a little bit where Joey talks to Monica and Chandler and he doesn't want to have to pretend to know about them he says that it's yeah. it, it's it's not hurting him but it's really hard and did you yeah. notice that part in the etch-a-sketch it's it said why oh Oh, I wonder what that was for. Was it for the relationship or? Yeah, I had read somewhere that why it could that why reference could be in the relationship to Chandler and Monica's relationship. Oh, yeah. So like he's supportive, but he's like, if I have to pretend I don't know about you, then stop like making out in front of me and being PDA in front of him. And of so, course, yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. So those that was a quick little storyline. Phoebe's was a good storyline too, not as big as um you know, the very last storyline, which we'll get to after the break. But um, let's talk about Rachel and Monica going into the basement. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. Basement. Yeah. That yeah. So they go in there. I can't remember what they were trying to find. The waffle maker. The waffle maker. Mm-hmm. So um, they go in there trying to find a waffle maker and they see some creepy man or what Rachel calls a Yeti. You a know, yeti. It, was, <laughs> it was very mysterious looking and they didn't know what it was or who yeah. it was. Because he had such like big beard, big hair. And so 
they bug bombed him and then yeah. I didn't know there was a thing like a bug bomb thing like I know bug spray but I didn't know there was a thing that you can like pop off and bomb so yeah I didn't know that either but um I thought it was funny how Joey knew exactly who that guy was mm-hmm. it was a yeah, new neighbor Danny lived, <laughs> yeah new neighbor Danny who lived downstairs yeah so I thought that was funny and Monica and Rachel try to go to his apartment and try to apologize to him uh-huh. and, and then it's it's like whatever yeah like he just he's like okay, okay okay like he just doesn't accept their apology and Rachel is livid because she wants to apologize to him but he's just not having it oh uh-huh. yeah because and then you see why and I thought that was cute it's the way that Monica and Rachel apologize to each other so dramatic yeah you know <laughs> so I was like oh okay because that's what they're used to Yeah. And okay. So here's, so recently an article came out where someone found out that, um, Jennifer Aniston cleared her throat a lot during the scene. Oh my God. I cannot, I cannot not see it now. In this episode, I noticed her clearing her throat twice when she was apologizing to the Yeti. And later on, when she sees him in the mailroom before they oh go to pizza. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a thing now. I never noticed it all the times until that article came out this week. That so. article was so good because the video was so spot on. Yeah, it edited perfectly and like got all of them. I'm like, wow, okay, I thought I had a lot of like friends knowledge until that edit video. It's like, what? You really like took note every time she did yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so we should say that um, the Yeti or Danny is played by George Newbern. He's Mm -hmm. mainly known for being a voice actor Mm -hmm. um, for his role in Superman and Static Shock, Justice League, um, Justice League Unlimited, and the Batman. I personally don't watch those things, but maybe somebody else does. Um, Yes. So Danny is cute, though, without the hair. And then Rachel notices, too, like when they're downstairs getting the mail and she sees him and she kind of like says hi to him and stuff. But, like, I thought that was, like, oh, so you like the short hair better, you know? Because, and then he says that she's too into her looks. And then yeah. he's like, thing. And then she what do you think about that? I know. I thought that was like, well, she is into her looks. She's a fashionable girl and stuff. And that's not a bad thing. It's just you just like to take care of yourself and look good, you know? Yeah. Like, he, ju- he judges her automatically. And I don't think that's very nice. And you don't want that from somebody that judges you right away because you're shopping at Bloomingdale's, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you need to get to know people for who they are and not just, yeah. you know, how they exactly. look. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, then, then she tells him off and then she, and then they go to pizza together. And so then, then it starts this whole flirtation with Danny, the neighbors. So they brought somebody in to be Rachel's like love interest. And so I thought it was funny the way they did it. Cause it's Yeti and I have a Yeti cup and the Yeti line is so good. So, but every time I do see it, I'm like, Yeti from Friends. <laughs> it's like my life-saving cup. I put coffee in it every morning and I can't go without it every day. So yeah, I when I think of the Yeti, I think, yeah, same thing. My husband has the Yeti cup and he yeah. uses it all the time, even oh, though we yeah. work from home. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think of. It keeps it nice and warm. Like seriously, my coffee will be warm from like when I pour it in my cup at 5 a.m. until like 11 a.m. Because it keeps it like it's not as warm, obviously, but like it keeps it pretty good. So yeah. it's a good cut. Thanks, Yeti. Too bad Yeti doesn't sponsor us because this oh, is the perfect episode for Yeti to sponsor. But yeah, so I I don't know what to think about that Danny guy. I guess because I don't know about him. And it, yeah. it just happened so quickly because even Rachel was caught off guard. He he just said, oh, want to go out for pizza? And she's like, what? Like, you know, we were having a serious yeah. conversation here and you yeah. just want to go out for pizza. 
Yeah, and he says, okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't the last time you'll see Danny. You'll be seeing him um, in a few episodes. This is just another love interest for Rachel. So you'll learn more about him too. Huh. Got it. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. We'll I Just off of this, I don't see it lasting so long. I yeah. just feel like it's another fling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. But I wonder why they needed to make it like another. Just another storyline, I think, just to bring something in. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, uh, that we'll see what happens with Danny. Yeah. But let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Ross and the future with Emily. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Let's talk about Ross preparing for his new move with Emily. So he starts yes. selling all of his things. Yes. And oh it my seems, gosh. okay, at this point, it seems a little extreme. Yes. I agree with the friends when they're all thinking the same thing that we're thinking. It's extreme. It's a lot. And he's like bending over backwards for her. But it's like, okay, so I understand you can do anything for your marriage. And that's Ross's defense when, you know, they eventually tell him how they feel. But I just, I, it just seems a little... You can't change a person. Like, yeah, you and, can't. And you love them and, and you're in love. Shouldn't you like understand and have more empathy for each other? Yeah. So I just feel like she is just taking it far because Ross, according to Ross, Emily thinks they need to get new things mm-hmm. and get rid of anything that Rachel touched. Yes. And Gunther wants it all. <laughs> yeah, and he ends up giving it to Gunther. Yeah. So. We find out also that Ross is moving to a new apartment, not just an apartment down the street, but an apartment yeah. that is three t- trains away. Yes, it's a sublet from um, Emily's Emily's cousin or something like that. So yeah, that's so what that's a, to he not only I feel like she wasn't really clear with him. Like, okay, so stop seeing Rachel. Oh, mm-hmm. by the way, we should sell all of your things. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should also move out of your apartment. It's like things yeah. keep piling on, and I don't think it's fair to Ross. Exactly. And I think that was the whole point is kind of also to paint her as that kind of like person so that we can all side with the friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, because we're not supposed to like her anyways, because because she isn't Rachel. So the whole series is all about Ross and Rachel. So you we would be having this conversation if she was a likable person. So they're doing things to make her unlikable. And this is three of them, three things, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, we already knew from the beginning she was a little much. Um, yeah. She, the beginning of when we met her, she was yeah, a little much. She got upset with the rain, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so that's all happening, and we're all thinking this, and um, they all tell him, you know, you're sacrificing a lot um, to make her happy. To make her happy. Mm-hmm. And Chandler says she's being unreasonable, which yeah. I think we all agree this 
is a case and I don't know if this happens a lot in marriages it, it mm-hmm. Caesar and I didn't experience this you know so yeah, that's good yeah that's we're thankful so it's 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 a lot I think yeah yeah it that. is and the, all the friends are just they agree to keep silent to just make sure that Ross is okay and that's why Joey kind of confesses because Ross is like bummed about moving out of the apartment I love my apartment and so mm-hmm. when he says that then Joey's like oh I agreed unless Ross was happy but you know Ross is struggling and I see where he's like I'm doing a lot and to have his friends kind of like blatantly like unsupport him it's like you know when you're in your 20s and you date a guy and you're vent to your girlfriends about him and then they all don't like him but then you go back to him so then you're like oh crap well they don't support me it's like that kind of same thing you know I've been through Mm -hmm. that you know like where it's like well I just want to be with this person but then they don't support him so then it makes you like feel lonely and I think that's what Ross was feeling you know yeah he wasn't having the support that he needed so the friends go up to him and you know they try to comfort him you know and they say you know what let's have a final dinner Monica Mm -hmm. says I'll cook for you your favorite meal was it yeah and so she makes him the meal and um yeah I mean all the friends are there gathered together Rachel walks back in from her date with Danny and she's going to go into a room she totally understands the condition yeah and Ross being the nice guy that he is he says no stay yeah Yeah. but Oh. Emily calls. On the phone. <laughs> that phone call, though. Oh, oh, I that know. was horrible. The tone. She did a good job, too, the actress. She did a good job with her tone and what they were how she going for. It. Yeah. She, like, flipped out because she found out that Rachel was there. And they were all going to lie to her. But Ross, being the good guy that he is, decided mm. to tell her, no, Rachel's here. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And she flips out because she starts acting really controlling. And she says, this marriage is never going to work if you don't, if I don't trust you. Yeah. And then he says, do you trust me? And she says, no. No. Yeah. And it's over. And it's over. It's over just like that on a phone call. And it's yeah. it's sad, you know, but we all kind of knew this was coming. That it was leading up to this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at that point, like, Ross realized, you know, he was giving up a lot for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's over just like that. It was so quick. Oh, and that's the thing too. Oh, that like when you know you're going to Monica and Rachel's apartment, you know she's going to be there eventually. So it's like, how is this really going to work? So I think he kind of realizes that when Rachel has to just go into the room, you know? And so that's kind of like, okay, well, you know, she's not going to be able to hang out with her friends. And then he's there. So it's like he even offers sometimes to, he even offers to like, not be part of friends but they still don't get to see each other so it's like i think that point when she has to hide away in the room he realizes you know this isn't this isn't cool Mm -hmm. it's gonna work so but yeah it's it sort of ends on a sad note like that you know just like my marriage is over and that's it and to point that out too so i think because they brought danny in in the last episode they're not gonna like it's gonna like buffer the ross and rachel relationship because now that you think like, okay, well, he's getting divorced from Emily now, like maybe Ross and Rachel have a chance, but you can't do that right away. So it's like, it's good that they brought in a different guy for Rachel. So to like, not make that as obvious that, mm-hmm. you know, Rachel's going to go for Ross, but, um, so we'll, we'll, they actually bring that up and actually in the next one, next episode or the following. So 
Interesting, because I didn't think about this whole like Ross breaking up with Emily as like a chance for him to get back with Rachel. Yeah, I just thought it was him. Everybody's always kind of rooting for them to get back together. True. Yeah, I just I think right now I'm more concerned for Ross. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, other than that, and we another point to bring up was while you know they're in the apartment, they find out that ugly naked guy returns. Oh yeah, I forgot where he went. He's gone for a while. I don't know. It doesn't mention where he's gone. I think they were just like they brought it up because they hadn't brought him up in a while. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I thought that was interesting and also a little bit a little bit random. Yeah. But I guess I'll play in in the next episodes too. Yeah, he keeps he keeps he's around. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't have any favorite lines. Did you? No, I didn't really either. Yeah, this was a good episode, but I feel like it just moved things along. Yes, exactly. And that's what always happens, kind of like we're, we're in the fifth episode of this season. So you kind of like, I feel like through like six through like 15, you kind of hit a lull. But at least we now we know the fate of Ross and Emily. That is Dunzo. Now we're going to see how Ross moves on from this. <laughs> yeah. So coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends, Chandler and Joey get a new roommate and Phoebe meets Larry, the health inspector. Oh, so if you like that's this, funny. <laughs> if you like this episode, subscribe, download, give us five-star ratings and leave nice comments. Yes. And follow us on Friends with Friends podcast on Instagram and we'll see you there. Bye. Bye.